Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rune Terrible Radio. I am your host, Blevins, and joining me today is our other host. What? What? Not just a guest. Other host. None other than Saucy Mailman. What's up, buddy? Dude, how's it going? Uh, let's just jump right into this, man, because it's gonna. Let's we do it. we had a five-hour pre-show. <laughs> Now the now the record yeah. buttons actually happened, and yeah. we can talk all about stuff. So if you guys, if you're unaware, we're going to be talking about Legends of Rune Terra, but we're going to, you know, th- look at the name of the show. It's called Rune Terrible Radio, okay? We're not taking ourselves seriously. Uh, if you listen to the first two episodes, we had really great guests on and talked a lot about Rune Terra. This, we're going to talk about ourselves here a little bit, get, get let you guys get to know the hosts a little bit. And then we're going to talk about you know some some actual cards and and, and all that, that junk. That, but that's like, Rune Terra game coming out. Yeah, I know we're all chomping at the bit for more content. But guess what? We don't have a lot of it. Although we did get something new. We got we got some. We, we got did a get little some. Bit. So we are going to talk about that. But let's just let's just talk about ourselves a little bit, Saucy. Why don't you tell tell uh, tell the fans, tell everybody who you are, where you come from, and what the hell are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my name's Saucy Mailman, uh, longtime card game connoisseur of sorts. Uh, I started playing card games. I started playing Magic the Gathering. I was actually trying to remember what my first set was. Earlier, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. what was it? Um, I think I started playing in Darksteel. Uh, was okay. when I first started. That was like a uh, little bit after I started playing. I started playing right at the end of 8th edition, beginning of Mirrodin. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I've been playing Magic the Gathering for a long time. Um, I, uh, I don't play any physical Magic anymore, but I used to play a, a ton. I used to go around all the Star City Games tournaments mm-hmm. and GPs, and like I'm like, I'm going to be Commander Magic, and I'm going <laughs> to rule the world with my cardboard. And then I didn't do that, so I, st- <laughs> I, did, I didn't do that at all. Um, so played that a long time. Uh, I still have a, an okay collection of Magic cards, um and then so i'm mostly known for i play a lot of hearthstone um been playing since beta and i produce a lot of hearthstone content specifically if you are interested in hearthstone specifically wild is what i kind of focus on which is like the legacy of hearthstone Mm -hmm. um and then recently got this i got this brief addiction to this this game that's not out yet called legends of runeterra uh when i i was not interested at the game at all like i saw it and i had some people like oh you're gonna play this game i'm like looks like crap i don't want to play it (laughs) and it was like it was like do you ever have i don't know if you guys like this or whatever but do you ever have like a thing where you specifically don't try a hobby because you know you're gonna like it yeah Uh, yeah so i'm like that like I'm like that with like snowboarding. I've never been snowboarding, even though I live in an area of the world where there's a lot of snowboarding, mm-hmm. because I know the first time I go, I'm going to love it. And then I don't need another <laughs> expensive hobby. Yep. So it was kind of like the same thing. I saw it. And I'm like, in my, in, in my heart, I was like, oh, this game looks fun. And then I didn't want to play it, though. I'm like, no, that game can go to hell. I don't want to touch that garbage. Um, and then I tried it and I got sucked in. So yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that's me in a nutshell. I play a lot of card games. Um, that's kind of like I'm kind of a boring gamer. It's funny. Like I was, I was building my new. It's my streaming PC, but mm-hmm. I like it's all beefy and whatnot. People, are like, oh, what the the guy at the store is like, oh, what kind of games you play? You playing like uh <laughs> like Witcher? Like he like starts saying Crisis? Are you streaming yeah. your whole life in VR? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> nah, so. man. I, I play card games. Like <laughs> it's pretty exciting. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's kind of all I do. I, I have the same thing. People are like, "Oh, you're into gaming and stuff. Dude, what do you play? Like Call of Duty and Halo and stuff." Fortnite. I'm like, yeah, Fort. You should do a Fortnite podcast, bro. Bro, you should do a yeah, Fortnite dude. podcast. Yeah, bro. Literally, uh, like a dozen people told me that, and the other everyone, and, and everyone else is like, "Oh my god, are you ninjas, brother? Are you related to ninja?" Yeah. Like, yep, I am. I am Ninja's brother, yeah. actually. Uh, we look alike. I mean, do you well, see the resemblance? I mean, what's actually funny is that Ninja's real-life brother is also named John Blevins, and he's a bigger bearded guy, and his Twitter okay. handle is at Bearded Blevins. So it actually, like, it, it, it actually is a reasonable mistake to make. Okay, okay, I'm okay with <laughs> so this. It, 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 it's more than possibly. yeah. It's it's more than just like a little bit of a coincidence. It's uh, 
Uh, I don't know. It's a grand coincidence, it's as they say. Grand. It's a, what we like to call in the industry a jabate. Um, <laughs> but and then yet, yeah, I think there's a, a pog champion in there yes, somewhere. Yes, uh, I am. I actually am the pog champion that they're referring to. In yeah. Um, but I actually, I have a. a Pretty similar story. Uh, play did the did the whole cardboard magic thing for years. Traveled, went to Grand Prix, and had all the all the paper magic cards you could ever you could ever want. And even lived literally lived above a card store for three years. Like lit, my roommates were the owners of the card store, and we lived above it. So like went about as full into magic <laughs> as you possibly can. Or like. For, no matter what I want to do, Friday night is F and M because oh, F and M yeah, is at stuck. my house. <laughs> yeah, like I literally used to have to like sneak out the back door so that people didn't see because like when you live at the store, you're like a minor yeah. celebrity of the store, and like everyone's like, "Oh, Blevins, hey, you want to play? You going to play F and M when you need for? Hey, death? you want to draft? Like, yeah, I mean, the answer was always yes. I did always want to draft, but it was like, oh, you going like, to play standard? Right, it's like, no, or like, oh, you want to run the event? Like, I absolutely don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. But I did. That sounds like um, nothing fun to me. Yeah. Um. It kind of like uh. You know, it's kind of like uh when a parent finds a kid smoking when they're littler, and they're like, "I'm gonna make you smoke this whole pack of cigarettes, and then you're never gonna want to yeah. smoke again." Um. In, in the same way that I was still addicted to magic afterwards, I just didn't enjoy it as much. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like, God, I guess so. Uh, I guess I am gonna finish this whole box of of uh, cons of Tarkir and keep and keep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, I had had that life, and I had a similar story with Hearthstone. Played. Uh, I actually remember buying my beta key for like thirty bucks or whatever back when. Uh, Hearthstone first came out, and mm-hmm. once I started playing that, it was like, well, this interface is roughly five thousand times better than Magic Online, and the yeah. game's fun enough. So, guess I'm doing this, and, and yeah, and you know, the rest is history. Played pretty much every other game, every other card game since then. Um, obviously, uh, many of you early listeners know me from my Overwatch podcast, High Noon Podcast, cover the esports of that. Been playing auto battlers, uh, TFT of a TFT podcast as well, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's good stuff. It's like game, card games and stuff. And Runeterra, like I had already like dabbled back into uh, already dabbled back into the world of Riot with TFT recently. Okay, and uh, Runeterra, I, I was ta- <laughs> we were talking about this in the pre-show. I like I didn't have any insider information. I know some people like knew that this card game was coming or was in development. I, I had none of that because like I didn't before TFT. I didn't follow Riot like at all. Um, and I saw it the 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 same day with like the slasher uh, the slasher like leak. And uh, I remember I was at work and I looked at it and I'm like, huh. Uh, well, I kind I, I had a similar feeling to you. I'm like, I kind of hope that this isn't good so that I don't yeah. like, I don't feel compelled to play and like keep doing content yeah. for it. And it's like, I, I was watching the streams and I'm like, this looks pretty good. It's like they took like magic and Hearthstone and like hedged it and they did everything right. Oh, this is bad. Why can't I, I need one thing. I need like one thing yeah. that's bad. I need like something just like, give me a reason to hate it. It's like, Oh, please be paid to win. Oh, it's not. It's like, okay, please just uh, be like really unoptimized and clunky. Oh, there's so many, so many good things smooth. about it. Oh, please don't have any sort of like animations or voices for the cards so that I won't feel connection to it. Oh, oh God, everything has voices. Yeah. Uh, right, maybe there won't me. be a mobile client. <laughs> oh, there's going to be. <laughs> oh, there's Dang going it. to be. It's like, well, maybe maybe Riot sucks and they don't pay any attention to their people. It's like, oh, I've had nothing but good experiences with the TFT and Riot. Yeah. Oh, every, it checked literally every box. I was looking for one yep. thing to not do it. I'm like, well, here we are. I guess this is happening. Um, and uh, if it's happening, I'm, I'm going all in on it. We're doing we're doing the yep. show. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be great. I mean, it, just all those things are really like it, it just it literally checked like five boxes that I was looking for. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I'm already playing so many games, but this one is definitely going to be it's definitely going to be one of them. It, it, it just absolutely yeah. has to be. Yep. Um, 
so do we want to talk about how we met? <laughs> yeah. We might as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So literally this past weekend, which if you're listening to this in future land, first off, hi, future people. Uh, Four time travelers. Uh, in the weekend of, let's see, what was the date? The no, first weekend of November was BlizzCon yeah. 2019. And uh, I happened to be rooming with a friend of yours who I actually didn't know beforehand, uh, the one and only Rod Johnson. Yeah. Uh, great guy, by the way. Also a Hearthstone streamer. Will probably be making uh, one, if not many, appearances on this very <laughs> on this very podcast as he assures me he's going to, to pick up Runeterra uh, for nice. better or for worse. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I was rooming with him and we're, I think you guys just like showed up, <laughs> just showed up in my, in our room and we just hung out and, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, uh, I don't remember even what we were. I think we just, it was like at the end of the first day yeah. and we were, uh, I, we were trying to figure out sleeping like, <laughs> or taking, yeah, I was so taking a nap. I was taking a nap. He was taking a nap. So we just like barge into the room and he's like, you were like half asleep yeah. and, we're, we're like oh hey what's up and like we just hung out and just kind of like drank beers and shot the shit yeah. for a while and uh i thought that you and i had some incredible jokes yeah um I, apparently apparently not everyone else thought our jokes were great but i thought we were very well, funny i mean we were asked to leave the premises <laughs> shortly thereafter yeah. but that's probably that's a good sign <laughs> yeah but yeah no like we literally just met what is like what four or five days ago from yeah. when we recorded this yep and uh I don't know, just hit it off and uh, went and hung out and decided that we should do this because it was funny. <laughs> yeah. It, it also helped that, like, it turns out that all of you Hearthstone people know uh, my good IRL friend and longtime Hearthstone streamer, Peach4. Shout outs, Peach. Yeah. I know he's in chat right now as well. And Katie Bug, of course, uh, is in every Hearthstone streamer's chat. Uh, yeah. Uh, AKA Vanilla Coffee. Um, so, yeah, it was just like a sort of like a, a small world type of thing. And also like, I think we just immediately kind of vibed and uh, it was good stuff. And I think we're, we're, we're going to have a good show here. Well, yeah, it was, it was funny. Cause we were talking about card games and we, you and I had some fun, like magic legacy stories yeah. and whatnot. And uh, I, 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 Oh, I had like a hearthstone shirt on. We're at BlizzCon. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I play hearthstone, blah, blah. And then I, I was talking about, I was like, yeah, I re- I'm, gonna i'm really excited for legend of runeterra i want to start a legend of terror podcast and you're like oh i literally just did one of those i'm like <laughs> we should chat <laughs> yeah. well i was like I, I probably did my stupid thing that i always do or i'm like i hear there's a really good legends of runeterra podcast already out it's called runeterra Rad- runeterrible radio you should listen to it that sounds bad that no sounds that really sounds terrible. horrible yeah. <laughs> that sounds great like, except for the, the name, name and also everything about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep so and the rest is history. Yeah. So, yeah, I think some things some things can just happen, guys. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm super excited. And uh, I've I was looking for a co-host for a while now. It's literally since it was released or announced, I was like, yeah. I want, I want. I, okay, here's here's a little bit of insight uh, as well, listeners. I recorded a uh, an initial like episode zero. Like I'm just gonna talk about. I basically recorded this episode, but solo before I actually recorded the first episode. Uh, and I'm not one to delete content, <laughs> but boy, oh boy, did that episode stink, and it will never see the light of day. <laughs> I not only that I know. Is- I not only deleted it, I also burned the hard drive that it was on just in case. <laughs> it was it was yes. bad. And uh, so the first two episodes, obviously, you should check those out. We had uh, Ask Joshi, and that's admirable on the first episode. And we had Charmer on the second episode. We talked a lot about, uh, you know, different Runeterra stuff and their experiences. It was really great episodes, but I can't do a solo show. I'm just not. It's so it's tough. Not me. It's tough, and you need to be like five to – 10,000 times more entertaining than I am to do a solo show. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just doesn't work. But uh, yeah. yeah, so that's that's pretty much why uh, why we're why we're doing this. And I think it's a lot of the reasons why we're excited as well. And now we're going to talk about we're going to move on and talk about the progression update that we got from uh, from Riot from the Terra team. But we're going to do that right after a quick break. 
Welcome back, everyone, from the break. Hope you had a pleasant little time. I know we sure did. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure did. Why, did turn, why did they turn the second half of the show into Bob Ross? <laughs> Hope you guys had a, had a pleasant little time in that break, because I know I sure did. Let's get back into the relaxing. action. Very relaxing. Now it's time for some, some razor key clicking ASMR. Oh, no. We brought it out. Oh, the show's God. over. Uh, show. uh, <laughs> I'm getting a call. I'm getting a call from the president of Twitch. We are canceled. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's done. Uh, but um, I have no transition from that. Let's just talk about the, the actual news. Mm-hmm. We're doing the hard transition. Uh, we yeah, got some. Yeah. We got a little bit of an update from official Runeterra uh, team. Actually, it is from Ryan S. G. Okay, why in the world would you make this your name, Ryan S. C. Ryan S. C. G. Reese C. G. Reese Big G. Rye Star City Games is how I see it. R Y S E G. The design lead for progression in Rune Terra, saying this is a bit of a combo piece. Uh, it's part one. Okay, so there's a part one of the progression system, which is linked. I'll post the link to this in the show yeah. notes if you want. I guess I'll, oops, I'll actually also post it in the chat right now so yeah. you can listen and watch. Uh, you can watch and listen along. Um, they want to clarify some details, and uh, they note here it's important for us to be extra transparent about the way that mm-hmm. – uh, about what you get for investing your time and money. We've seen some players try to estimate, but we think – you should have the exact numbers, no guesswork required. That just yeah. in and of itself is awesome. Uh, yeah, that like kind of blew my mind because that's coming from the Hearthstone community. That's one of the biggest things that we always battle with is there's zero transparency. Mm-hmm. Like you never know when you're going to get a legendary card, right. whatever. So this in the article, they break down like how the their capsules instead of like card packs mm-hmm. um, that and they show like, here's what you get in each of these packs. So there's no mystery. You're like, all right, I have this champion capsule. I know exactly what's coming from it. And that that is just like, I think it's super cool. Yeah, it's it's really good to have predictability there. It's good. I mean, it's it's really good. It's refreshing to see a company not sort of rely on um, gambling addiction to fuel its yeah. game, uh, which, I mean, it, you know, I'm sure that there are uh, dozens, if not hundreds of lawyers out there uh, that would argue in circles about how it's not, how buying packs of cards is not gambling addiction, but mm-hmm. uh, let's just yeah, be like, honest about it. It, it yeah. certainly is, or it's tapping into well, that. This article, and it's, it's really cool, um, just just like a couple takeaways from it mm-hmm. at the end they talk about how their goal with the game is that people who just play the game um they said on average if you play between like seven and ten games a day or so mm-hmm. on average you'll be able to get an entire set of cards before the next set even comes out uh which wow. was really cool and they they even said that it, their original game design didn't have any purchasable items at all so there was going to be no cash transactions, mm-hmm. but then they found people were like, well, if we don't have time to play, we'd like a way that we could buy stuff. So they actually right. added a monetary transaction system later in development, which was like, usually, you know, if you're thinking of making a, a card game, the first thing you do is, how can we get your yeah. monies here? Yes. And like that, that was the afterthought kind yeah. of just exploded my, my brain molecules. Yeah. It's, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like Riot has money. They don't need to, I mean, clearly they don't need to, like, have this be a cash cow, which just, like, mm-hmm. or if they do need it to be, they are doing a very, very good job of making us not think that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not putting on the tinfoil hat yet, at least. Um, everything seems very good. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and just, like, so many things in Hearthstone and even, like, in Magic now, it it's, like, very... It's they're not being transparent, but what they're doing yeah. is extremely transparent. And that, like, oh, you're power creeping things so, so that you can sell packs. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, okay. But, now it makes sense. Yeah. Right. I mean, even Riot used to do this, and maybe they still do in, in traditional league. I don't know. It's like what they used to do every time. And granted, my league knowledge is coming from circa 2010. So if this is extremely outdated and they've changed this. Uh, disregard this but it was true at the time um they would release a champ super pushed like 
I yeah. remember, I and I know this is like a meme now in the community. It's like legendary. Sin Zhao. When Sin Zhao came out, uh, I was there for that release. And let me tell you, he was as OP as the legends tell. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like was absolutely broken. And then, which, which of course means, oh, well, I want to play. I want to have the broken champion. I'm going to buy the champion. I might buy a skin for him. He's super good. I'm going to play him. And then two weeks later, they nerf him. Yeah. Uh, and bring him back down to the balance where he should be. Uh, and just, like, seeing that a number of times in a game like League of Legends, like, really left a sour taste in my mouth and was part of the reason why I stopped playing that all those years ago. Um, it's like, they're, they're obviously, they're not saying that outright. They're not like, well, we're going to push the hero, we're going to push the hero uh, to its absolute maximum, make it OP so that you guys all want to buy it and have a really fun two weeks. And then nerf it back down so that the balance of the game isn't affected. It's like they're not going to say that because let me tell you, no one would want to like everyone would hate that company. But it it, it seemed at least very apparent to me that that's what they're doing. So the fact that this is almost exactly the opposite of that is, I agree, quite mind blowing to me. Yeah, no, it's really good. And they in the article, um, obviously, we're not going to go over it because it's actually fairly long for like a pre 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 beta mm-hmm. article but they they show you like re- your daily rewards and they're very very transparent with like all of the numbers so you can tell if i if i play x number of time i'm going to get x number of rewards and mm-hmm. it's pretty cool yeah i um the only thing that i I'm not, I'm not even really worried about it. I'm just like as the at, at the point that i'm in in my life and i actually i think we talked about this in the first episode with uh, with Admirable. Like, I mean, for what it's worth, I'm probably going to be playing more than seven to ten games a day, especially when the game comes out, so I'm not actually yeah. worried about but Like, I know people that don't want to or can't play or, like, you know, I'm going to be playing TFT, I'm going to be playing Diablo 4 if I'm talking about the year 20 probably 2030 or whenever it's going to come out. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I, maybe what, what if I don't have time? And like, if, if, if I had to play, if you had to play seven to 10, so these numbers say, if you're playing roughly seven to 10 games a day, uh, you'll have a full set by the time the next set comes out. Okay. That's cool. But if we're going by like standard card game releases, that's what four months, Three, four months yeah, for right. another set. Yeah, three, four. And it's like I'll have a full I'll have the full set, you know, theoretically by the day before that set comes out if I play seven yeah. games. It's like, well, what if I want to play like I want to play a tier one deck on day one? I want Do everything. I, I want everything. I that that was like it was like I get it, like they don't want it to be pay to win, but also like I don't care about pay to win at like the competitive level like if they have like tournaments or something i don't want to be playing a suboptimal deck just because like oh well we don't want people to be able to buy the decks right off the bat it's like well i mean just take my money just shut up and take my money like if i'm like i have no problem with that like people give people the option to play it out but also like i don't want to play 80 games on day one just so that i can get my deck that i want to play or multiple decks possibly we don't know the for- how runeterra is going to be formatted if it's like hearthstone we might need you know three four five ten decks who knows um mm-hmm. so i don't want to like i i love that that's a reasonable number of games to get the whole set of cards before the next set comes out but how many like how many games slash how much money do i need to spend to get all of the cards like as fast as possible you know yeah exactly um because that's like those are those are two sides of the coin and i don't think they i think they address the one side very well and i think it's very reasonable but i don't know like if if there's actually going to be um like if there's going to be uh limits on like how many coins i can buy or like what i can buy with the coins like if is riot not going to take my crispy hundred dollar bill and let me like yeah yeah um so that's one thing i'm sure I'm they will worried. yeah i'm sure they will but like i just it, it, at least in the beta or the the preview patch it um it was a little bit weird that like i mean i guess they probably didn't want a lot of tr- like money transactions happening in the in the, the preview patch yeah. probably because it's the most likely for that to get messed up and for people not to be compensated and they don't want that to happen but like leave me the option to just buy the whole set or buy a lot of it the first day mm-hmm. 
please. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to be able to open up all my capsules like for hours. Like, <laughs> right. It, exactly that, and that's part of the fun too. Like, yes, it is certainly pushing into gambling addiction, but like, I want a little bit of it, right? <laughs> like, but I've got that addiction. Let me mm-hmm. feed into it. Let's go. I'm also fine. Like, if they do like. So the progression is cool, but like I want to be, able, I want to at least have the option to pay money to move that progression so that I can get the cards. But then have like, uh, like maybe they do like card, uh, card skins or alterations or yeah. the cosmetic stuff. Great, let that be the progression or uh, and and do it that way. I just don't want to. I don't want to have to play 800 games to get all the cards if I can just pay 50 bucks or whatever and get a lot. Yeah. Of them. So exactly. It's one thing I'm a little bit worried about. But, um, besides that, I think everything else in this article really, I, I it seemed like they took, it, it was like, let's, let's, let's let Reddit just talk about all the things they hate about Hearthstone's progression and magic, magic arena and all that stuff. Let's hear all the things that they hate and let's just make them better. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. If you know, if, Yeah. As long as they don't, uh, you know, cowtail to everything and they actually stand pat on a lot of things. But uh, yeah, things that they know make sense and don't just cowtail just because Reddit is complaining. But overall... these people are wait, Reddit. OK, backtrack here. I've have you heard of Reddit complaining? Never once in my life. Nope, exactly. All right, just wanted to make sure because I haven't. Yeah, it's, I've never seen any negativity. It, it's certainly rare. It's certainly rare. Um, yeah. Cool. So, guys, let, let let us know what you guys think. Tweet at us at Rune Terrible. It's spelled exactly like you'd think it would be uh, <laughs> on Twitter. Um, we'll probably I'm I'm probably gonna have a Discord made by the next episode. I don't have it made right now, so I don't have a place to send you. Ooh, but we might have a website at some point but follow yeah, us on twitter we'll, website coming soon yes it is literally coming soon runeterrible.com yes. um but definitely right now the best place to find out all the information about the show is uh at runeterrible on twitter we'll obviously tweet out all the links and all that good jazz once we get to it but let's move on and talk a little bit about some decks and archetypes saucy i know you've yeah. you've actually got some uh deck techs and whatnot uh, built out or uh, made. Uh, why don't you talk to yep. us a little bit about some of the decks you were running and what you liked? Yeah. So I I got into the it's it's like what the pre pre I think it is like the pre pre beta yeah. whatever. So I got in it fairly late. I only got to play a couple days, um, mostly because I was avoiding it at first, and then I decided to actually try and <laughs> get a drop, and mm-hmm. so I did. Um, so I was. Um, Obviously, like the first decks that people are finding are very strong, or a lot of the super aggressive decks. Mm-hmm. Um, any game where you can attack the turn you play a minion, and there's a lot of powerful, um, highly statted minions that have the quote unquote downside of can't block. Yeah. Um, people are finding a lot of those decks were very powerful because you kill your opponent fast, right? Yeah, five um, five power, uh, two cost hastes, uh, pretty good, especially when you only have twenty when you only have twenty health. Yeah. Yeah, when you can burn them out. I I saw I think it was Rainad made like a super aggressive burn deck that was just going nuts. Yeah, he, he had a Teemo burn deck which I was quite yeah. fond of. <laughs> yeah, it was it was powerful. I saw that and then uh yeah, there was a bunch of the uh, elusive aggro decks mm-hmm. and like there was some there was a lot of aggro, but um so background on me, I am a huge control player. Nice. Um, I play pretty much nothing but control in Hearthstone. Blue um runs in I'm, your veins. Yep. I'm a blue white player and like I, I run Azorius and Magic. I'm I'm a big control guy. If you give me Wrath of Gods and counter spells, I'm happy. Um, uh, quick quick aside, can you guess what creature mm-hmm. I would be in Magic if I were a creature? And there is a right answer. A creature that you would be? Yeah. Like what would my stats be and creature type and color be? Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, I'll I'll I'll, end, it an I'll end this. Yes, <laughs> I'll end this bit. It's a three three a green three, three elk. elk? <laughs> of course, that's what I am. That's what everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is anyone not a three three elk? Uh, Mutavolt is actually only a two two <laughs> elk, and it's not green. But yeah. Yes, <laughs> lame <Piece of> crap. <laughs> that's always my that's always my joke uh, or my trick 
my trick question is like, what's the best, uh, what's the best turtle in magic? And they're like, uh, uh, I'm like, it's Mutavolt. It's, it's almost always Mutavolt. <laughs> or now, yeah, yeah, now Elk also. Uh, 3 3 Elk yeah. with no abilities is also a viable answer for yeah. best insert X. <laughs> yeah. No, no one finds yeah. that funny except. Uh... I was I was actually very surprised that um, I don't I didn't think I see saw enough people um, really experimenting enough with control archetypes in the mm-hmm. game um, just in general. But the way the mana system works, it actually works really well if you are playing control decks because mm-hmm. traditionally in card games, if you're running a control deck, you need to have um, cheap early game, whether it be creatures or you know crappy spells, just because you need to fill out your turns one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, where in this game, you can have you know your three mana on turn two for a powerful spell or whatever. Um, so I was having a lot of fun. I think the most fun deck that I played was this. It's a Freljord Shadow Control deck that we were playing. Um, a, a couple things that make it really cool. I think the Veerding Stones was one of my favorite cards. Um, That's it's the, the two mana... Yeah, the two mana ramp spell, minion that just gives you an extra mana gem. Yep. Um, that card is nuts. It was so good. When you get that on curve, like having an extra mana, and I think, what is it, a 0-3, if I remember? Uh, I think. I can check, but yeah, I think it is. I think it was. So, like, you got to play the the thing Stones, which you have to it say it like that, too. The Veerting so, Stones. The Veerting Stones. Um, that card is nuts, but you're basically the whole, the whole theme of the deck. You're playing, um, all the big removal spells, the board wipes, um, you have some big dudes and, um, it's cool. It's just removal. A few big guys, your finishers, you have, um, Anavia and Anivia. Oh, that's right. You don't, you know less about the lore than I do. Oh, this is great. I know literally nothing. (laughs) I know literally nothing. And it's been great. So like the best part about playing this too, is I don't know anything i never played league i didn't play tft i don't know anything i've stayed away and uh now i'm like like diving head first yeah. and like learning about this world mm-hmm. and so like as i've been playing and st- when i was playing and streaming this i'm just like butchering everything <laughs> uh it, like like trindamir i'm like tyrandamiri i think i have a tyrandamiri <laughs> tyrandamiri <laughs> tyrandamiri um, which is he's also in this deck because he's also super nuts yeah um yeah it was really fun though yeah this was a deck i didn't actually get to play this one but i saw this was like the i think tides of time was the one that either maybe didn't build the exact deck but like came up with the like oh i'm gonna play this combination uh i'm gonna play a bunch of Freylord cards to ramp and also play what is it shadow isles yeah shadow isles is the other one Mm -hmm. i think um it's like I'm gonna play a bunch of removal spells. I'm gonna play ramp spells, and I'm gonna play big dudes. And also, my uh, two heroes are busted. Like if you ramp into them, and they have yeah. pseudo, ev- uh, not evasion, but they have uh, protection in a way. Like Anivia uh-huh. just comes back, and Trindamir uh, literally levels up if he dies. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Yeah. Um, and also, there's the War Mother's Call, which is the sweet twelve mana gigantic spell that just that just uh, basically oath of druids every turn. Yeah. Uh, so every time I played the War Mother's Call, I never got to see the effect of it ever once because they conceded it every yep. single time. Yeah. It's like because everyone's playing, you know, these aggressive decks, and when you're you're playing this War Mother's Call and you're just getting thick mans, it's just like, <laughs> all right, sick, let's go. <laughs> yep. It also gets to play uh, Loot Hoarder, <laughs> literal Loot Hoarder in the Ev- uh, Avarosin Sentry, which just has Last Breath yeah. draw a card. It's like, yeah, when, you, when you've when you got, like, you've got the, the, the thick mans and you've also got, like, the ramp guy and you just have, like, mm-hmm. hey, I want to draw cards. Oh, also, I'm just going to chump block. <laughs> like, it's just so good uh, in a deck like this. And everything else is literally either deal damage to things, gain mana, or kill a thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just all the good stuff. And yeah, I think this was, I think uh, I've actually got the, um, I forgot to post it in the notes, but I've got the list of like all of the top decks, uh, the most common decks uh, that all of the, um, oh, the nice. top players used. 
um, from Mobilytics, which guys, by the way, if you haven't, I mean, it was posted all over because it's literally connected with the, on the Twitch, on the Twitch, yeah. uh, extension, Mobilytics, uh, a great company, by the way, I've known them for a while and they're doing TFT stuff and they just knocked it out of the park with Runeterra, uh, as well. But their, uh, site has all of those deck lists. Um, I'll post a link to that in the, uh, in the description of the show as well, that you can take a look at the, the top decks that were played by the uh, yeah. literally highest ranked players and there's a lot of uh Frey Lord in this and it, i think it makes sense like the you know generally speaking if all things are uh fair and one archetype isn't massively better than the other it's like the higher skilled players are going to lean towards control because you mm-hmm. get to interact more you get to do more powerful things and you're less reliant on like well i hope i draw three two mana five twos in the first three turns yeah yeah exactly yeah the, the deck like playing it um like so one one thing i really like about this game is how i've been explaining it to people is you have like it has a lot of like magic and hearthstone and gwent-esque feel to it mm-hmm. and like it has that that gwent feel where like a lot of times it's right to just basically throw a turn don't do anything mm-hmm. let let your opponent get you so close to death because you have a like a ruination you have like ways to deal with it mm-hmm. and being able to understand like when you need to react when you actually need to use re- removal because you actually need to not be dead right um like when you can be greedy and it pay off like there was such a good feeling of i just made the greediest play and it actually paid off and i was able to wipe they played their entire hand mm-hmm. and now i have this ruination and i'm able to win or it's also running the she who wanders which is a so oh, stupid card also blown out by that card card is dumb <laughs> yeah that card specifically like it's it that one is, it's pushed if i've ever if i've ever seen a pushed card this is one cuz it's like yeah okay if you're an aggro deck, and I'm, I'm, I, I like combo most, but like I favor aggro, especially when I'm not like super, um, like if I'm not like super, super in tune with what the meta is, like if I take time off or if I'm doing something else and I just want to play a deck, like I'll lean towards the aggro deck because I can get a lot of games in, I can get to know it better. And like I used to be like a, I used to play a lot of Hunter in Hearthstone because like the, okay. it gets the, even like aggro hunter like gets the bad rap of like oh just 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 smork just go face forehead it's like yeah but also like are you weaving in as many hero powers a turn as you can like like are you doing as many hero powers every turn like how often mm-hmm. are you just doing like one drop into two drop into three drop when you should be doing like one drop into hero power into hero power yeah. one drop and like i end up having three more cards a, a game and doing six extra damage over the course of a game but that's the stuff that people like that twitch chat doesn't think about they're just like oh just go face idiot it's like yeah but yeah. you're missing damage over the course of the there's game. there's more to it there's a lot more only to so it. many and, cards and mono red uh in magic is is the same way too yep. um but that was a long-winded way of me saying that I like to play the aggro decks. And generally, when you're playing an aggro deck, like, you can outplay someone by optimizing your cards, obviously. But you can also op- you can outplay them by playing around what they could have. It's like, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't play my five two-mana five-twos out uh, the turn before that I could get ruinationed. Well, yeah. she who wanders just... There's just no playing around it because it hits your hand too. It's just yep. kill everything, all the small things in play and in your hand. So you really can only play around it from a deck building standpoint, which is fine um, in the grand scheme of things. Like, okay, maybe this is like She Who Wanders is a way to like soft nerf all of the five power cheap guys that, you know, effectively have haste in this game. Um, this is like the 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 sort of the check in the format of like okay you need to you can't play a deck that just loses the she who wanders because it is a playable card and it is a very powerful playable card so you need to build your decks and choose your make your deck choice with that in mind and that's not a bad thing yeah. it's just interesting I think that card so the first time I played it um, I did not see the and in hand. Uh, and i was like i was like i play it and i I see whoa you have less car whoa what what just happened okay i i had a lot of those moments like just because you know 
it's a new game to everyone mm-hmm. and like i'm just playing stuff because it seems cool and there's so many times i played something and did not realize i'm like oh this also hits the enemy like avalanche mm-hmm. also hits the enemy player i, I, <laughs> I had a game i was playing oh, and like yes, my chat's <laughs> yelling at me they're like you have lethal i'm like how do i have lethal i have no minions on board i just have a handful of removal they're like avalanche i'm like what is avalanche i don't know what you're talking about and then I'm like, oh, wait, that hits the enemy player. <laughs> uh, big brains. Yes. The chat. I mean, chat does always have lethal. Uh, yeah, always. Just, Literally. Turn just, one. Lethal. It's just sometimes no, they no, have it for no. your opponent, which is unfortunate. Yep. <laughs> what about you? What, what, what kind of stuff were you playing? What did you have fun with? So I started out, um, the first deck that I built and played was actually like a, it was almost like a freeze mage S deck. It was an Ezreal Ash deck. That was okay. kind of like this one, but I think a little bit less optimized than uh, the deck you're talking about. It was essentially nothing but removal and freeze. <laughs> Love it. Um, it went super, super late game, and it would basically just win with like a flipped Ezreal and just like casting Mystic Shots over and over again. Um, yep. And it won like very slow, like the the like definition of Drago essentially, um, love which that. is fine. Like I love that deck too. Um, it didn't quite have the overwhelming power of uh, this deck, but um, <coughs> it, uh, it it felt decent and like it, it really like I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play this deck against like these aggro decks. And then I played a deck that was like turn two, five, two, turn three, like the five, four can't block. Like, and and like, oh, wait, I can freeze those things. And once I get set up, like with the, um, the like four mana creature that freezes the highest attack thing every turn and like Ash is freezing something every turn, it's like, yeah, I really only need to survive like two turn cycles and then I just freeze everything and they're just not good anymore. (laughs) i'm way better and then your opponent's just slowly just not playing the game yes slowly like i'm not killing them anytime soon (laughs) i'm just like very slowly but like when i saw that that deck could beat like the hyper aggro deck i'm like okay this game might have something because like one thing i talked about on some of the other episodes uh i was super excited to see that there was like a there was very distinct archetypes in the initial set like if you remember back in hearthstone beta it was like okay 18 uh to 25 of your cards are just locked and loaded ready to go because you're playing sylvanas you're playing karen you're playing like all those cards are set and then you played like "Eh, if you wanted your deck to be a little more aggro maybe you played some uh 3-1 charges if you wanted it to be more controlling maybe you played some other things but it was like you're playing chillwind you're playing chillwind yetis shattered sun clerics dark iron dwarves sylvanas Cairn, yep. like you're playing all those Ragnaros. cards in every deck. Ragnaros, yep, yep. Um, and every deck kind of just felt like this like weird mid range deck. Like, yep. With some of them were like less mid range, and some of them were more. In Runeterra, it was like there is a combo deck that wins with Fiora. There is yeah. an aggro deck. There's a combo deck that like makes copies of Teemos and puts ten thousand. Po- uh, poison mushrooms in your deck. There's this ramp control deck. There's the f- super. There's the hyper control freeze mage deck. There's hyper aggro decks. There's aggro teemo. Like there's so many, not only different archetypes but different versions of those archetypes. And granted, yeah. we don't have the games in like we don't have the games played and the incentives to win yet to like yeah. really weed out some of the chaff. But like even the fact that there can exist those archetypes in such a distinct yeah. way. Th- that I think more than almost anything else really sold me on Runeterra because like if I had to go back and like if Hearthstone relaunched if I if I went back in time and knew what a Hearthstone launch was going to be I don't know if I would play that game um, mm-hmm. because it's just not it, it's not exciting and it's not like yeah not as much yeah it, it's like the game was fun and exciting because it was new at the time and then they eventually expanded upon it and made it more dynamic but like it feels really dynamic like i went into this game thinking it would be that and it wasn't which was really really mm-hmm. exciting to me yeah same because like since i got in late on the pre pre beta mm-hmm. i'm like all right i'm gonna see the same deck i'm sure everyone's figured it out and like even like you said i saw like seven eight different completely different aggro decks mm-hmm. like i was like okay like you have the you know the elusive aggro decks and you have yep. 
it's like I saw some sweet like Shin combo decks and like there's just like a bunch of cool stuff you can do. Um and yeah, like you said, it was cool to see I got blown up by a combo poison deck. I'm like, yep. how many how many poison <laughs> caps are in my deck right now? Oh, like seven hundred. This yep. is awesome. Great. I'm gonna die right now. I'm gonna uh, draw a card and take thirty. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, even this is was also crazy. So I'm I'm looking at the list of the top fifteen decks, uh, or the fifteen, I guess the top fifteen decks and the top fifteen players across the different um, regions, or the deck that they use most often. I don't know exactly the criteria mm-hmm. for this, but some form of the best decks, air quotes, right now. And there's not a ton of overlap. I mean, there's an overlap in terms of, like, there's a couple of these ramp Anivia Trindamir decks. But then, like, besides, there's three Anivia Trindamir decks. And besides that, there's actually no other overlap in terms of heroes. Yeah, like, uh, even all the different aggro decks, they're all just completely different mm-hmm. variants of aggro. Yeah. It's like, if you look at, I mean, again, take it with a grain of salt because we only played for a weekend or whatever. And there was no real incentive to keep winning. It was just essentially for entertainment and to learn the game and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I do think that this sort of spread of decks will eventually narrow in. But I mean, this is very, uh, it's very encouraging to see this sort of yeah. like, this is, if this was what the meta looked like, you know, three months from now or uh, six months from now or whatever, I would be all- I mean, I do still think people will complain about it. They'll be like, oh, oh yeah. there's just too many decks to play. I have to learn too many matchups. That's what people will say. Yeah. I'm calling yeah. it right now. It's too diverse. I can't tech my deck here. well enough to beat this diverse here, meta. Here's, here, people complain when it's like, oh, all you see is this. It's nothing but Oko decks. Mark my words. If the meta looks like this and there's 10 different decks out of the top 15 that are all playable people will complain oh there's too there's just too much to learn there's too many matchups to learn my deck isn't good enough against the field so it's like rng if i get the right matchups that's what people will say and i will i will at that point claim that it is impossible to please anybody and yeah it's gonna happen i mean we've both seen it in magic like there's too many good decks i yeah. can't make this perfect could, jund deck yeah how could i play modern magic if there's just so many decks to play <laughs> i have to learn do you know how long it takes me to learn these matchups for a grand pricks yeah this Magic the Gathering Grand Prix event is unplayable because I don't know every <laughs> single matchup. Uh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's going to happen, even though this is like my literal dream. <laughs> There's yeah. like, I, because like I am, I have, I'm the ADD of deck playing. Like there are very few oh, yeah. times in my gaming career where I've been like, okay, I'm going to play this deck and I'm going to play it to death. I'm going to learn everything and I'm going to do this like ad nauseum. Two times it's happened. Splinter Twin and Standard and um, uh, Kiki Pod in Modern. And yep. unfortunately, Modern, rest in peace, Birthing Pod. Uh, but I had a good run. That deck had a good run while I was there. But I uh, I like to have the variety. I like to switch it up. I like to be able to play different archetypes, different, especially in, especially in Legends of Runeterra. Like, I can play different heroes. I can play the same. I can play Freylord. Uh, Shadow Isles and just play different heroes and we saw that here. I mean, we there's another yeah. uh, Shadow Isle. I mean, we're gonna have to eventually come up with like actual names for these combos. But the Shadow Islands, Freylord. There's a Thresh Trindamir. There's a Ash Thresh and something else and and a Trindamir. Like uh, just seeing these different spreads is like it's it's crazy to me. Like that we're seeing this mm-hmm. much variety uh, this early and. Uh, it's very exciting for me uh, as someone who likes to play a bunch of different decks and doesn't want to just see two or three decks up at the top. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I like to see just, like, different stuff. And I, I'm exactly the same. I get super bored. And I think it's just because, like, I just like you, I play these games so much, especially if you're streaming, producing mm-hmm. content. Like, mm-hmm. I if I had to play just one Hearthstone deck for more than a couple hours i would lose my mind yeah. like i i bounce between stuff non-stop and mm-hmm. it's just 
like I'll get bored of something and then play a different thing and then like you know what I missed the thing I was just doing and I don't know yep. like that's that's how I was and that's my last because they gave us all the cards to use in Runeterra and like my last few hours I was just I was like all right post me up deck lists I'm gonna copy <laughs> them and paste <laughs> them and let's go and I just played like thirty different things mm-hmm. just to just to try stuff. Yeah, I was like once I saw Rained posted a um, Timo aggro deck i'm like oh i gotta play this and then i was like oh wait there's other teemo decks too oh i gotta see these like oh i can make copies of teemo i can do this i can do this yeah like, oh, yeah i want i want all, i'm all about this this is sweet yeah teemo is really cool that was that was a very he's very interesting yeah he was i'm not rain Ray, claimed that he was the best card in the format or like that that deck was the best deck in the format and uh, it's tough for me. I, I do think that an aggro deck is, is going to be good. I just don't know. Because, like, I like the thought of playing an aggro deck and having Teemo slash the Poison Mushroom package to, yeah. like, essentially give you your reach to close out the game. But it doesn't seem consistent enough. And, like, you can't really just run Teemo. You have to run, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of medium a bunch of the medium cards that are like the yeah. other poison cap enablers it's like yeah there's like a four mana four four that puts a couple of caps in your hand or something like gives you the card that gives two caps it's like eh. yeah it's like all right but like in a world I, I keep going back to this because i think that this is a like a staple of the format it's like there's like three different five power two mana creatures and yeah. like that's your that's your barrier for people who are out there deck building and maybe people who this is one of their first card games you got to be able like there's going to be certain pillars of the format that you have to be able to beat if you want to play in a competitive standard in a competitive environment like if the meta is saying if the meta if one of the meta decks is a bunch of five power two drops and you can't beat those you need to change up your deck or do yeah. something about that. Well, and and a handful of one mana three attack minions right. too. Right, exactly. And also, so like just talking about cards that seemed super powerful and busted. Like it's I I couldn't get into the the Teemo aggro decks when I'm like Katarina exists as a card I could be playing yes. instead. Yes, yes, she is crazy. When I like the first time I lost to that deck, I'm like, wait. You're attacking me again. Yeah. What just happened? Like getting a second attack phase is quite good. Yeah. I, the first time I, I, I was actually playing her and I'm like, I don't really, I don't really understand what this does. I like, can think of a couple of different things that it could do. And I'm like, well, let's just play it. Oh, it's just the best thing. It's yeah. Oh, I attack again. Okay. It's like, oh, That's I just get decent. another attack step. And oh, by the way, she has first strike and her like kind yeah. of first strike. She has first strike while attacking. Uh, and just like her existing. And there's, I think there's another one or two cards that give you that sort of ability to give you the. Um, I forget what it's actually called in the game. At some point, I'm going to know the like actual terms in the game, but uh, that time is not right now. It is called uh, re- uh, ready your ready your attack. Um, there's a couple of there's a couple of cards that do that, and when I saw that happen the first time, I'm like, oh, this just like this is where it like like before. It's like okay, I can see it's like we're on the same plane as magic and hearthstone in a lot of ways, but like being able to like ready your attack and like attack like air quotes again on your opponent's turn is yeah. like, that's where we're getting the 3d. We're, we're like moving into 3d yeah. chess and like Runeterra is really becoming its own thing. And like, cause mm-hmm. like, and I'm sure you've, you've experienced this too. Saucy is like when you, you start a new game or a new card game or a, a strategy game, even like board games, it kind of works too. It's like, playing magic for so many years and playing other games like you you know kind of what's good with things like we can yeah. look at we can look at these cards and be like okay this is probably pretty good uh this is also pretty good this effect is like too expensive this isn't uh you know etc this like ready your attack it's like okay you get an extra attack phase that's pretty good in magic but like usually it's like on a it's usually on like a really expensive card um that does that and like you usually win when you do it here it's like yeah. okay this is not a hero that you're running a bunch of copies of it's pretty cheap 
It yeah, has it haste. Early. It can bring itself back. It's like this is probably not as good as I think it is, right? Because it's so cheap. If it was that good, it would be more expensive. Nope, it's no, uh, it's that good. It's just that good. Um, it's that good. Yeah, it's gonna kill a lot of people um, out of nowhere, and a lot of those people are gonna be me, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Were there any other cards that really jumped out to you in terms of being like fun or powerful or just interesting to you? The other, yeah, the other like cards that I, I really enjoyed were the I played a, a Draven Jinx discard mm, deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the the discard mechanic in this game is very strong. I feel yeah. um, just from the yeah. games I was playing, like. I think rummage is one of the the strongest cards I played. Um, like, it's so cheap and it draws so many cards. And when you're discarding, actually just plays the cards you're discarding. Like that's mm-hmm. stupid. <laughs> like it was so powerful. Yeah, it uh, Jinx was another one that was really powerful and I really liked as well. Um, oh, I'm not even looking at the right deck. That's why I'm like I can't find Jinx. I can't find these Jinx cards. Um, there she is. Um, yeah, Jinx was a really cool one because it's like again. She's like solving the problems that a lot of aggro decks have, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh well, you go hell bent, uh, which is a magic term, and then uh, like, what do you do? You're like, oh well, I hope I draw some damage, or I hope that I can draw more cards. It's like, oh well, guess what? Jinx does, does both, both of those things. things. <laughs> yeah, and the animation is so sick. Oh like, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, I- I'm just I'm just putting it out there now because this was one of this was one of the most popular aspects of the old Hearthstone podcast I did many years ago. Uh, there's definitely going to be some part of the show that is me doing the voices of the cards and like impersonating them. Uh, Cause it's, it's pretty much everyone's favorite thing, including my own. So um, I will eventually learn the animations and the, uh, the card, uh, the card voices as well. But the the other one um, for me, and we'll end uh, we'll end this part here. Uh, that was really really exciting to me. Maybe not in terms of power level, though. It was a very powerful card. Um, was Fiora because it's like yeah, how often she's cool? She's super cool. How often do you see an alternate win condition in a base set of a game? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, this says win the game, and this is like just part of the game okay i like this i love combo decks i love like combo control decks and it's like uh some of the versions or some of the decks that i saw was like the like just keep pumping up fiora and give her um uh barrier give her divine shield let's let's be honest give her divine shield Uh, (laughs) uh give her barrier and like protect her it's like it's really good but i just like the number of times, like, and the animation, the w- game-winning animation is so sweet as her, like, sword, like, punctures the Nexus. It's, like, it's so yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's, like... Yeah, Fiora, and, and it's a three-drop. Like, okay, sick. Yeah, it, it, she's super cheap. She's super powerful. It was just, it was just great. Um, really excited about that card, but... Um, yeah, I think we're pretty close here where we want to be on time, so let's... Is there anything else that we wanted to talk about before we got going? No, did we did we want to kind of just as we end talk about kind of like what we have envisioned for the the upcoming shows, what we're doing, yeah, uh, what we want to what we want to do with this podcast because it is you know the game's not we don't even have a release date for it. It's right. sometime next year, so there's going to be a lot of time before like now we're going to be able to play a bunch you know in a week or two or whatever, and then there'll be a lot of not playing the game for a while. Right. Um, kind of kind of what we're going to be doing with the show yeah so here's my here's my thought and I, let me let me preface this with this is all subject to change it's going to be very yes. it's going to be all very adaptive and reactive to what we get from the community developers developers and, community. and whatnot my philosophy for podcasts is i don't want to put out a show just for the sake of putting out a show especially when we are at the point where we don't have any sponsors or Again, contractual obligations for yeah. the show right now. So if we have uh, content to talk about or we have a really great guest, there's a lot of people I want to talk about and I've reached out to um, for guests, uh, including people who are in the top of the ladder 
um, that they posted. Uh, I want to do a show about it. I want to do. I want to talk to those people. I want to do shows. If we get content, we're gonna have a ton of content to talk about with the draft format that's coming up and the mm-hmm. um, the play session. If we can get uh, you know members of the development team or people from Riot to come on the show, I'm, I would love to do that. Um, but especially once the next. Um, once the next preview patch goes down, the episodes will be based on what we get from, from, from Riot, what news there is to talk about. We're probably not just going to show up just to, I mean, we'll, we'll be places to show up and just shoot the shit and talk about stuff, but probably won't get made into an episode of Rune Terrible Radio unless it's a... Unless there's a lot, unless there's something substantive to talk about, because we we don't yeah. need to put out episodes just for the sake of putting out episodes. So I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, that's exactly. at least my thought on it. If you guys, uh, as listeners and viewers, have any sort of input on that, if there's something that you know, we can definitely take episodes because a lot of people have asked me about like, hey, can you just kind of go over the game or talk about? We can do that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of yeah. my that's kind of my thought. Like, what do you guys want to see? What do you guys want to hear? Let us know. And we can definitely go there. What, what what about you, Saucy? What are you thinking? Yeah, exactly. All of that. And like like you said, um, if you guys have things that you want to talk about, that you want to know about, um, whatever it is, please reach out to us. Let mm-hmm. us know. Let us know. Because, I mean, it's it's we're, we're, we're making a show. Um, we're very early into this. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I've seen, I think we're only like the only one of maybe another Runeterra podcast. Um, I, I haven't seen any others. I yet. haven't seen any. Yeah. So we're going to evolve it and kind of cater it around what you guys want. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to have a bunch of other content creators too, um, people who are mm-hmm. diving into it. Um, I'd love to interview others and just see people's thoughts. Um, I mean, the the success of the game is going to come down to the community and yep. people. Um, so all of us, we're the ones keep, that are going to either make or break the game. So mm-hmm. if you're passionate, if you enjoy it, if you don't know about it, if you hate it, whatever, write to us, let us know, like, let us know what you want, what you don't want. Yes. Um, and if, if, I mean, and we'll just go from there, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, the, your feedback is, this is the time I, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. These are the, these, this is the formative times for the show. If you guys really, really want to see something, be vocal about it and let us know because yeah. if I know me, I'm willing to, <laughs> I'm willing to change and, uh, adapt and and create the content that you guys want to see so let yep, us and know. then once we get those contractual obligations yep you're silenced you guys Sorry, are gone you're out of here yeah, you, you should have <laughs> spoke up and now we're yep. talking about we're only a freljord podcast because yep. saucy mailman's the only one who spoke up so yep. sorry <laughs> <laughs> yep we're banning all shadow isles play on the podcast you cannot yeah. make any of those cards yep so if you, if you even say the word jinx anymore, like you're out. You're if you say the word jinx, you become jinxed, and you can't yeah. talk again until someone says in your name real life and buys you a coke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if there's no cokes where you're at, ooh, sorry. it stinks to be jinx. <laughs> oh God, we're getting canceled, aren't well, we? Yeah, we probably end the show, huh? We should probably get out of this episode before we dig ourselves into a deeper hole. But uh, yeah, let's let's wrap it up here, Saucy. This is you did your first episode in band. How do you feel? Yeah. How how you feeling about it? I'm excited. Like just just like how I can keep talking about a game that I've literally played for I think six hours total Mm -hmm. um, that I can't even play right now because it doesn't exist. And how excited I am. Uh, about it 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 makes me happy and just knowing yeah. that like i could i could say i mean i we've been talking all day and like mm-hmm. levens and i like i could go on for another just six hours just talking about <laughs> things from from yep. the two days i've played this so yep. it, it makes me excited um i've seen a lot of a lot of hype and a lot of you know positivity already from i mean we have so many people blending from both the riot community from mm-hmm. league of legends from tft and also a lot of like hearthstone people yep. a lot of my old magic friends yep. i had just people that i used to go to gps with like hey have you mm-hmm. seen this Terra game like yep. it, it gets me excited I, i'm excited I'm, I'm hopeful and optimistic yep absolutely i i am as well um very very hopeful very very optimistic and i can't wait oh, oh we've yeah. got what eight 
eight days, eight days until we get to play. Yep. Oh, it feels so short compared to what it was before. Only eight more days. I know. Eight more days until we can play, but that's going to be it for this episode, guys. Saucy, thank you so much, and welcome aboard. Where can people find you on the internet? I know you do some other content and whatnot. Tell tell the people where they can find you when you're not here on Terrible Radio. Yeah, so uh, I'm always, I'm an internet boy, so I'm everywhere just a saucy mailman, all one word. Uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, um, all the places. Uh, I'm literally, my DMs on Twitter are always open. Please hit me up. Um, I stream five to six days a week, uh, what, Friday through Tuesday evenings right now. So I'm, I'm usually always on Twitch or mm-hmm. always on Discord, so hit me up. Um, I'd love to chat, just talk about whatever. Um, I'm always available for it. Yeah, I also am available in many, many places. Um, you can find me at the underscore Blevins on Twitter, the Blevins on Twitch, and uh, all sorts of places on Discord and whatnot. But if you go to, if you find me on Twitter, all my links to everything will be there in some capacity. And if you can't find them, just hit me up, hit me in the DMs, hit me on Discord. All that good stuff. You guys can find the show right now at Rune Terrible on Twitter. We will have a bevy of other links in the coming weeks. I am sure about that, but not not quite finished yet. So just go to the Twitter, follow, hit it, smash that follow button on Twitter. I just want to say, uh, if you want to be cool, like oh, I don't know, at Play Rune Terra because they follow the podcast. If you want to be cool like them. You should uh, you should also join join the club follow 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 and uh, we're gonna hope to get to you some more shows uh, coming up soon but at the very least in eight days eight more days we're gonna be playing we're gonna be playing for days and it's gonna be great but guys yep. thank you everyone for listening to Rune Terrible Radio we'll be back probably next week I don't know our timeline is also a little bit uh, a little bit in flux but make sure you're following the Twitter we'll tweet out all that stuff follow us specifically all that good stuff and we will be letting you know when we're going but that's gonna be it thank you everyone for listening for saucy mailman I am the Blevins and we'll catch you guys next time on rune terrible radio <laughs>